Hello and welcome to Snacks, a bite-sized pod where we discuss news, trending topics, behind-the-scenes updates and things that caught our attention. Today is Tuesday and we're talking all things tech. Uh, welcome, Al Bradford, to Snacks. I thought you said sex then. We're talking Snack. all things sex. Ah, oh, if only, huh? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about technology. Ooh. <laughs> the sexy stuff. Now I'm excited. Uh, you were just giving us a little bit of a brief and a run-through of what we'll be chatting about today and I've got to say I'm quite excited. Well, let's start off with a bit of a, well, let's reminisce a little bit. We reminisced on, on Friday last week, talking about big, bad Bill Gates on the deep dive with our good friend and business partner, T Martin. Uh, and the first one comes from smart company written by Kate Kelly, rest in peace, internet explorer. I look back at the once popular websites that the internet outgrew this week, Microsoft pulled the plug on its one-time flagship web browser, internet explorer. Launched in 1995, Internet Explorer became the go-to browser around the globe, pre-installed in billions of computers. Now, as it loses out to Google's more popular Chrome and competitors, including Firefox, Internet Explorer joins the elephant graveyard of fallen tech. It will sit in the cultural lexicon between once-dominant brands like Yahoo and MySpace. The internet has proven a fickle battleground for companies with traditional tech overlords vying with startups for clicks, attention, and loyalty. Here are some of the famous names that runs once ruled the web. Yahoo, MySpace, Jeeves. Remember Ask Jeeves? No, but what was that? You don't you don't ever remember it was I remember it was, Ask Jeeves, but I remember I didn't know what it was. I thought it was like Bongo or some shit like that. Jeeves is similar to Bongo, but Bongo was just, I think I think someone was just like searching things about you in the background. They definitely were finding the answers. trolling yeah. your Facebook. Yeah, that's fucking creepy, isn't it? Yeah, Bongo was a bit much, but Jeeves was, remember Jeeves, he was the guy who knew everything. The butler could answer all your questions until he couldn't. So what happened? The short answer, Google. Launched <laughs> in April 1997, users flocked to askjeeves.com. By 1999, the site was handling 1 million questions a day. The same year it went public, the shares went from $14 to $190. Uh, in 2001, the dot-com, dot-com crash hit and Ask Jeeves took a fatal blow. Advertisers fled the site and Ask Jeeves lost 425 million bucks. The site was reconfigured as a search engine and rebranded as ask.com, which still exists today. Well, wow, that's that's crazy. I remember the MySpace days though. I remember I knew how to code way more back then than I do now. Like I remember having the fanciest layout and shit. It wasn't like the normal stuff and you'd have to do things, um, you know, behind the scenes to get it going and humming. But I, I miss them times, eh? It's funny. You would have been a type of, fuck, three people have seen my... Uh, my layout on MySpace. Time to code a new one. Oh, I get and add a new and a new song, huh? This is this is reflecting how I feel today. I look, don't don't make fun of me for expressing how I feel through music. I used to change it every day. I used to just. No one was obsessed with that as much as me. I don't think, and I quickly realized that no one cares. You know, no one really gives a shit. So just relax, relax, lock. I had a few a few Jack Johnson shell necklace type photos rocking. Jack Johnson songs in the MySpace. Did ya? Yeah. I reckon you would have had Taylor. You would have had Bubble. Oh, what's well, not Bubble? It's Flake. What's the like Flake, Flake? Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Be- the like beautiful girls. Sense. You would have had the beautiful girls. You would have had a bit I think of. Sean I did Kingston. have Lamar from the beautiful girls at one oh, stage. Yeah. Is that when you thought you were like Blue Crush, like Lord <laughs> <of> the <Dog laughs> Blue <Town>. Crush? Huh? <laughs> you <laughs> wanker! You went. You too. went down for a week once a year, and you thought you were some surfer dude, huh? <laughs> Huh? One week oh. a year. I'll call you seven days hiccup. Huh? Seven days. Coming from you. Anyway, moving yeah. on. It talks about one other one they talked about is LimeWire. Uh, before oh, people shit. paid for Spotify, many downloaded music illegally. 
And the king of counterfeit streaming was none other than LimeWire. File sharing right. was not new when LimeWire launched in 2000. Napster, which dominated the space, was about to be shut down after just two years. At LimeWire's peak, there were 7 million per day using the service to collect all the music they wanted. You use LimeWire? I thrashed it. I remember getting all the old Alkaline Trio music, old brand new, Say Anything. Oh, that was a good time in music. That's when I was fucking all in. I remember LimeWire flat out. Music when, you weren't, when you weren't supporting the artists at all, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best time in music, I reckon. Well, that's when I discovered it and would have supported them in other ways down the track. So, you know what? I discovered them. It was free. And I went to their gigs and that's how you build interest. You know what I mean? Honestly. I, def- I definitely gave LimeWire a thrashing. Did you? You could do, a- you could get heaps of different stuff from that. Then it turned into FrostWire and then you had like, you could download movies and huh? Of course you would have went really deep. I reckon you would have been the Pirate Bay King. I actually had my own DVD burner and I- uh, Did you? Movies. Yeah, I had a second thing, full setup. I was way more technical than I am now. Fuck, I Really? Yeah, I'd burn all things like video games. Would you sell them? No, just for myself. I like that. I like that. I'm Selfish not... endeavors. Uh, no, I just don't want to. Don't want to get caught. Huh? <laughs> You're a bit of a pussy. Oh, have a listen. All right, now moving on. Next one comes from LinkedIn News. You want me to read it out to you or not? Yeah, give it to us. Is it okay to swear at work? Uh, LinkedIn. Unita uh, Ong, editor at LinkedIn News. Is there value in swearing at work or should workers avoid it out of a sense of caution? Experts say that doing so can help relieve stress and difficult emotions at work and may help you fit in with teams where it's common practice, according to the BBC Work-Life article. But others uh, also argue that workers could inadvertently offend colleagues, particularly higher-ups used to more conservative workplace etiquette. Researchers also found that women and minorities are seen as more obscene if they swear. Uh, I just think it's all different in every different company. Some people swear, some people don't. It just, it matters on what the culture is in where you are. I think like for us, imagine if we had a no swearing policy, that would just be the hardest thing to control, wouldn't it? Well, I think it's time to introduce one. Oh, well, I know your mum's not happy. I know my mum's definitely not happy. She reckons I swear too much and listening back, look, I know I do, but that's what I do when I get nervous, like a tick, you know what I mean? Maybe I've got Tourette's. Maybe. I don't know. Well, do you? I, sw- I swear a little bit, but you know, maybe maybe I need to calm it down. But I think swearing at work, it definitely, it's like, uh, how do you make friends in real life? You know, like, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, you're thinking too much. Just relax. You're thinking uh. too much. You know, like uh, they said here that most of the people fit in. Whatever. I just the old. Oh, here's the pick, particularly the higher ups used to more conservative workplace etiquette. I tell you what, higher ups can just fucking. Suck my Chill out a little bit. Let the workers <laughs> say what they want, huh? Why they do the work. Yeah, just hey, if the bees want to hum, let them hum. Huh? <laughs> I like that. Well, did fucking. You think of it just then? Yeah, I did. I did. Sometimes you're reasonably clever. Other times, not so much. Not so All much. All right. Next article coming from Kathy Anderson, editor at LinkedIn News. Working from home or earn an extra 38000 Now that many Australians have had the taste of remote work and the flexibility that it can accompany it, what would it take to give it up? Say an extra 38,000, a majority of these uh, surveyed employees said yes. So um, given the choice between 30,000 raise or permanently working from home, employees at some of the biggest companies said they would choose the latter. Um, the business citing, citing a survey by Professional Network Blind reports 64% of respondents would forego the extra cash for the remote work benefits. 
about 67% of Google respondents preferred permanent work from home, as well as 64% from Amazon, 62% from Microsoft, 69% of Apple, 74% of Salesforce, and 47% of JP Morgan Chase employees. So there you go. I just think it shows the majority what... of people would say less money for more flexibility. Well, that's where I think the world's going. You know, like yeah, I think a lot of people are starting to realize now, like I am too, like coming through and just realizing that I always thought there was more to life than just fucking going to work, paying the bills and dying. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like now people are seeing different avenues. They want to live life on their terms a little bit. And if if that's working from home and getting more hours back in your day and that's sticking it to the man and taking a bit of control back i think that's very cool and i think that like it should be easier for people to to make money i think it's way too hard at the moment like you're expecting too much but in saying that you know you need to find that balance you need to make sure you're doing some sort still of make sure you're contributing but i'll give you the hot tip i could avoid working the job where i used to sit in my cubicle and then go and hide in the toilets and then the time i went to the toilets to hide in the toilets, someone had done a shit on the floor that was uh <laughs> Yeah, you know, and this is a big corporate player where people are very well paid, but people are miserable. People and, and, aren't miserable, they're not shitting on the floor. I know. And you often hide in the toilet even when you're at home. So why 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 spend an hour and a half catching the train into work and hiding when you can just wake up and hide? Well, I don't really get to hide in the toilet anyway, because you come and stand at the door anyway. You're talking <laughs> to me at the side of the door. It's like I'm it's like I may as well no door policy. I reckon like an open door policy. We've got an open door policy here in this house. All the smells, mate, all the smells and I'm I'll tell you what, it's good because when we're on, you need, we need to strike while the iron's hot. It doesn't come all that often. So, you know, when we're in these moods, mate, we gotta, we got to make sure we're capturing it. I like that. Hey, talking about in the moods, capturing the vibe. Mm. Yesterday, we dropped Cam Murray's podcast. Yeah. Uh, thoughts? Oh, I loved it. Loved it. Love him. Um, he's an amazing dude. He's doing some cool things. I mean... He's obviously a very gifted athlete and uh, I love what he's doing outside of football and, and all the outside of rugby and get, dipping his toe into uh, the venture capital space and dipping his toe into tech and wants to know more about everything, which is good. He's a curious cat and uh, I can't wait to party with him up in Sydney when we go out. We're definitely going out 100%. Yeah, I like that summary. I felt a bit the same. Like after talking to someone like that, we've had a few different people who... Uh, athletes different fields different sports but it's cool to see the similarities of people starting to think i think lebron like he has his his biggest thing which was more than an athlete which is big campaign which he launched his media company off the back of a few years ago and i think it really sparked a lot of conversations for people all over the world and it's cool to see aussies doing interesting shit love it couldn't have said it any better rob hey well that sort of wraps us up for the day and uh snacks is Snack. Completo. It's Completo. finished. See you We're tomorrow. Finished. See you tomorrow.